0: You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. This is Get the Skinny, episode three. I am Brian Kilby, and with me, we have John DeLuna. John, how's it going?
1: Brian, it's good. How's it going with you?
0: It's going. It's uh, Sunday. Just got back from seeing a movie. Did not eat any popcorn. Just got a Diet Dr. Pepper, so pretty happy about that.
1: At the movies, are you a popcorn guy or a candy oh,
0: guy? I'm a popcorn guy, and my God, I, I go through the popcorn. So I made a smart decision not to get popcorn, and I am very happy for it. Because popcorn's empty calories, especially when you add butter and stuff. It's ridiculous.
1: For sure. And you know what? Uh, speaking of uh, snacks, so you're a popcorn guy. I'm a candy guy. Uh, the candy, the sizes of the candy portions at movies these days, that's insane too.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it really is. Uh, for, sometimes, though, sometimes though, you get that gigantic box, and there's this little um, little bag inside that has, like, four M&Ms.
1: Uh, yeah. I'm not saying that the movies aren't a ripoff, but um, uh, I'm, I'm happy to hear that you, you skipped that. Uh, you danced around that minefield uh, quite artfully. So it was, a di- it was a Diet Dr. Pepper? Is that what you said?
0: Yeah, that's, that's my normal, or the Pepsi Max. I know the Pepsi Max probably has too much caffeine in it, but it tastes so good.
1: What? Are, where are you on the uh, Coke Diet Coke versus Coke Zero? Are you even? Are you do you even play that game?
0: Uh, I don't like Coke so much, so if I drink it, it's normally Coke Zero or a Diet Coke. So I'm kind of a sucker. So probably going too much in the weeds on my soda consumption, but I love soda so much. Uh, I have a Soda Stream, which is okay. I hardly ever use it. But honestly, what, what's great is uh, I got like one of those five gallon bags or the bag in the box of like um, Coke Zero. I'm like, oh, God, this will be great. It'll be awesome. I will be drinking on this a year. Well, no, no, you really can't because sugary sodas last because sugar, it's kind of like syrup. It'll sit in your fridge for years. Diet soda, the, the sweetener in it breaks down after, <laughs> after a few months. So you kind of have to go through it.
1: I had no idea. Yeah. Interesting. Well, uh, did you put any of this in your food diary?
0: Uh no, actually so I, I'm like I work in an office and it's really easy for me to uh enter stuff into my food diary during the week because I can just sit there. I still I still am putting stuff on a sticky note and adding it later, but I am tracking it. On the weekend I am basically not doing it. I, I don't know that cheating weekends are a good thing, but that's kinda what I do. I'm kinda coasting through the good vibes for the week and I'm not eating too much, but I'm putting stuff through the week, but on the weekends, I kind of, I'm kind of not.
1: I'm not going to follow you for that because I think that goes with uh, one of our, uh, one of our themes later in the show about being realistic and reasonable, certainly at the beginning. Um, I kind of follow a similar track. So last week, episode two, Brian and I started our food diaries and we hope you guys did too. And uh, to start, it was just a, you know, the simple idea, just write down what goes in your mouth. Uh, don't necessarily like lock down your diet, change your diet right off the bat. Just document it. And uh this past uh week I started doing that and also tweeting it as I entered it into my diary and it's uh, not the it's not if you go and follow GTS podcast which uh, you should. You should. You will see uh, periodically through the day uh John's uh meals. Um there's enough information there to kind of discern what I'm eating, certainly caloric intake what it is, uh, usually where it's from, if it's from a restaurant or Subway. 90% of the time it's from Subway. Oh, yeah,
0: you did good. Uh, you, had, you had Subway for, for lunch, it looks like.
1: I had Subway a lot. Subway, sponsor us. I'm a big fan of Subway. So uh, shout-outs to Subway. Eat fresh. And <laughs> sponsors are wanted on Get the Skinny. Sponsors appreciated. Unwanted. Yes. And, again, Subway is a, a delightful meal and uh, five grams of fat or less <laughs> – uh, $6 <laughs> meals all day, every day. Uh, anyway. So, uh, yeah, so I, I, held to my diary, uh, and, uh, that's the same kind of challenge I have is on the weekends. It is harder to document on the fly. And I do do the catch up logging, um, in the middle of the day, even today, like the day of recording. I think I caught up on the first like three quote unquote meals or meal slash snacks that I had in the day uh, right after I got home from the gym. So there's like the, you know, like four or five tweets in quick succession. Now, I didn't ingest, uh, 1200 calories all at once. Obviously it's just, I'm catching up on my diary, but, um, I've had good success with it. It even like forced me to, uh, kind of like reevaluate what I eat at Subway. And so really over the last couple weeks, uh, a little bit before episode two, I switched to a lower calorie sandwich at Subway it's made a difference, uh, on the scale, you know, I mean, I think I've lost, uh, almost about two pounds in the last couple of weeks. That's
0: great. I'm, I'm like down five, I think.
1: Awesome. That's awesome. And and little things like that, um, are kind of what the food diary is all about. So it's, you know, the, it'll, it'll kind of inherently change the way you look at uh, what's going in your mouth
0: and you're using my net diary.
1: Yeah. I'm using that because of the uh, Twitter integration and they're following
0: uh-huh. us on Twitter now. Hello. MyNet diary.
1: Yes. Yes. Welcome. Um, and if you'd like to sponsor us, uh, <laughs> get in touch with Brian. Anyway, uh, yeah, so, so I'm using it for, because of the Twitter integration. I, I historically used my Fitness Pal, but uh, MyNet Diary has been uh, very good. And uh, like I said, the um, the social media integration keeps me accountable, uh, and it's no extra work on my end when I enter uh, logs on my diary.
0: Uh, I actually moved to MyNet Diary as well. And I forced myself to use it for a couple of days and I really like it. Um, my favorite part is I don't have to use the app. I'm, yeah. I'm an old fart and I still like web browsers. So when I can log into a website and do something, it, it's it's great because I like a mouse and keyboard. So I've been doing that during the week.
1: So, Brian, I heard, uh, I heard a rumor that uh, it's Girl Scout cookie season.
0: Well, yeah. So I had some delivered to um, – to my desk from a coworker, a friend at work. Her daughter is a Girl Scout, and she passed around the sheet. Like, oh, my friend Mark. Mark's like skinny as a rail, but he bought like five cookies, and I think he five boxes, and I think he ate all of the boxes in one day. But I got them delivered and I just sort of sat there and looked at them, and instead of devouring them all, I looked at the the uh, nutritional facts, and it told me my recommended, you know, uh, amount to eat. So I uh, ate that. Then I wrote it down. <laughs> I put it in my diary. And I've been able to, uh, you know, uh, just remember that if I'm going to eat it, I have to fess up and, and, and document it. So it's been really good that I've been documenting this stuff. And it's uh, I, I really, really, I really like writing this stuff down because that really works. I don't know that everyone realizes how much that actually benefits things.
1: It makes a difference. You know, it's... Um... It's just one extra step. It just makes you just kind of like just consci- consciously remember uh, what you eat, and that, uh, like we say, like over and over again, that makes that makes a difference.
0: And uh, Friday, I ate too much. I, I did. I was taking photos of what I was doing, but my God, there's a local ch- uh, pizza buffet chain here that I should never go to. I should never go. I, I saw. <laughs> I saw. I saw an old dude though. He was in his sixties or seventies, and he, he looked like he was ripped from one of those. Um, uh, photoshopped banner ads he Uh was was really inspiring this guy was jacked like hulk hogan huge
1: okay like vince mcmahon
0: yeah well yeah exactly it was it was amazing but he really had that old 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 man face because you know Mm -hmm. like he really looked like he was about 70 he looked like wilford brimley but jacked it was amazing but I, i ate too much instead of getting you know instead of beating myself up though for it i actually checked my fitness tracker i had an extraordinarily busy day at work I work on a huge campus. <laughs> I was back and forth across the campus like two or three times, and I had accumulated like fifteen thousand steps that day. So my, uh, I actually burned quite a few more calories than normal. So uh, after calculating the number of calories I ate uh, using my fitness tracker, uh, my Fitbit, I figured out that I was still, I was still uh, good. I burned more calories than I consumed that day. So that was a small yeah. little victory.
1: Indeed. And, uh, you know, it's good. I mean, that's all like fair and good too. Uh, we're not striving for perfection here, certainly not in like week one effectively of like tracking our fitness and our, our diet, but all these little things add up to, um, results. And we'll talk about results in the second half of the show. But, uh, but again, food diary tracking, just having an awareness of what you're eating and what you're doing makes a big difference. So, uh, Brian, the Fitbit, um, I know my wife has been enjoying her Fitbit uh, quite a bit and it's changed the way she kind of ends her day specifically, you know, trying to like hit her mm-hmm. goals for steps. Mm-hmm. Um, you, uh, as you said, also have a Fitbit. Now, do you have anything more, maybe updates for us on, on how have- Brian and Fitbits are, are going together?
0: I do have a, I do, I do have an update. This is my third Fitbit. I had the uh, Fitbit 1, then the Fitbit Force, and that was the one that was recalled due to uh, the allergic reaction people were having to it, and uh, I was one of those people. And uh, yesterday, I was, uh, no, this Friday, I was uh, shopping with Kim, and I was showing her how many steps I got in, because I, I told you that I got in a lot of steps that day, and I, I was like, <laughs> look at that, 15,000. And uh, she looked at my arm and said, your arm's broken out, <laughs> and sure enough, my wrist uh was broken out.
1: Not, now, not, what do you mean by that? Like 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 go ahead and get gory. Like what's going on on your wrist?
0: Uh it looks like I've had an allergic reaction like um you know how you look if you have poison ivy or poison oak like that. Uh hmm. and I looked at it and I'm like, "Oh no." <laughs> so that it's right where my Fitbit was. <clears throat> so I tweeted at Fitbit and I'm like, "Oh no, not again." Uh, and they tweeted me back and they sent me, uh, they said, you know, Hey, contact us. You could return it and, but, or if, or if not, you can go and look at, you know, all these care instructions. So they sent me this FAQ of things to look at to see if, you know, am I, am I getting it wet? Like when I'm washing my hands, is it getting moist under there? And, uh, should I be drying it off or making, you know, being more careful with, you know, moisture and stuff. So I'm going to, I'm going to be more careful make sure that. It doesn't, uh, that I don't, um, get my arm irritated from it. I actually switched arms and then I went into my settings and made sure to tell the Fitbit that it was my dominant arm so it doesn't over-track. And I'm going to give it another couple weeks. And, um, if it breaks this arm out too, I'll probably end up replacing it. And more more likely than not, either go, uh, with the basic, basis peak or uh, all my friends are telling me I need to go with Garmin. We'll see.
1: Oh, really? Garmin's like, uh, highly recommended?
0: Yeah. It seems that way.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Well, uh, shame about the breakout. You know, it doesn't break uh, break you out, Brian. Subway, <laughs> Subway. If you're listening, you love
0: Subway. I, I do love Subway. My friend Ricky, he was uh, the manager of a Subway, and I had many a fine sandwiches at his restaurant. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. Subway, Subway, Subway. Uh, so you know, um, I've got to check with uh, with my wife, Jamie. And see uh, see if she's had any kind of reaction at all to her Fitbit. Don't want to scare anybody, obviously. But you know, with any kind of like wearables like that, that is like a that's a risk that you're going to kind of run. It's not it, your arm's not falling off or anything like that. But it, it, I mean, it's something to to be aware of, you know, right? She,
0: she has a doctor. We could ask her what her opinion is as a doctor.
1: Yes, I mean, she is like a <laughs> she's doctor. a doctor of psychology, yes. but uh, it's all the same.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah, it's all the same, right?
1: Exactly the same. Um, so, uh, yes, I will, uh, but I will follow up with her and, and just ask her, cause that's interesting. You know what I mean? Like that, um, I I honestly would have never thought about, uh, the allergic reactions, but, uh, it sounds like they've had a history of that, but you know what, that's going to happen with any kind of wearable.
0: Maybe, but I had my, uh, Samsung gear fit for like eight or nine months and not one issue. I've never had an issue with a watch before, but this is my second fit, and it's doing it. So go now,
1: you know what we should do? We should look up, uh, any of like the theories on why that is happening that would be interesting to share with everybody next week oh, yeah. maybe maybe yeah. we can do a little homework and see like uh do some digging
0: yeah that's exactly right I, I think i'll do that hey it's getting uh it's getting close to the break let's go ahead and uh drop off for a couple minutes and uh we'll be back in just a few and we'll talk about uh goals if you like this episode of get the skinny why don't you subscribe go to get the skinny dot and click on the iTunes icon. It's right there on this episode's blog post. And while you're there, why don't you just click on that recommended items link that is on the right side of the page and uh, buy some stuff at Amazon. It costs no more. It helps us out. And it's pretty fantastic. Amazon is a great way to get the items you want to power your fitness goals. Go to tfradio.net slash Amazon, or just while you're there, click on the link. Thank you very much. Now we return to Get the Skinny. Welcome back to uh, episode three, Get the Skinny.
1: I'm John, and with me is Brian. And uh, you know what? This week, Brian, we're going to talk about goals, and there's two main types of goals, at least I think for, for us and our listeners. One, fitness goals. Two, weight loss goals. Let's talk about fitness goals first. And uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to go on a little bit of a a jaunty uh, rant here. Not a rant, but uh, I'm going to get on a roll here. So if you missed the first uh, couple episodes of Get the Skinny, what makes this show uh, cool is Brian and I are um, both guys with uh, various fitness histories, similar histories of uh, ups and downs. Similar,
0: Similar, but not so similar in some cases.
1: Similar, but not like we're not in the same spot currently. No, we're Uh, not. We've kind of been along the roller coaster of uh, fitness and weight loss um, together, so to speak, at different points, perhaps. But uh, where we're at now is Brian is looking to cut weight a little bit, and I am trying to take my fitness level to the next level. Um, With the goal, and this will be good for the show, I'm sure, is uh, is once I figure out my personal schedule – I will begin CrossFit training, uh, hopefully this summer or so. Um, and as a married man, uh, and I'm sure some most of our li- many of our listeners have, family obligations. Uh, fitness is um, sometimes tricky to work into your schedule, oh, life schedule.
0: Very.
1: So uh, adding a, a structured, scheduled kind of class oriented uh, regiment like CrossFit obviously a challenge. Just as much as even like going to a scheduled class at your favorite gym can be a challenge. It's just holding to that. Making somebody else's schedule work with your schedule can be a challenge. But that is not a requirement of uh, fitness in general and kind of setting your own goals and your own scheduling. So much like weight loss goals, um, I would tell you that your fitness goals should be really three things, one realistic, two measurable, and three, you should have uh, an element of time kind of built in. So let's look at that. So if you're asking yourself, well, where does John come from? Um, who, where is he speaking from? So my expertise is you know, I'm, I would say, an above-averagely fit guy currently. Um, in my past, I've uh, been uh, an exceptionally fit person, uh, very seriously into boxing and training very hard in boxing for many years. And uh, now that I'm in my 30s and uh, a married man, I do the best, the best I can to maintain a high fitness level. Uh, again, with the goal of kind of jumping into maybe a realm of fitness that I haven't been at in years with CrossFit. So I've been lifting weights uh, regularly since I was about 14. So that puts me around 20 years of experience. And I've been playing sports uh, semi-seriously since about that time. So again, about 20 years. Boxing was something that was big in my life from my very early 20s to about my mid-20s. Then I got married. Uh, and then, uh, you know, then it's kind of finding your way uh, to find uh, kind of what fitness scheduling and, and, and you know, what, what you can do with a newly, uh, newly minted family life. So I've got a lot of experience, and I'll, I'll share some, some very basic things for you guys if you're looking to start a fitness uh, regiment, maybe this week, in the coming weeks, and maybe if you're new to the gym, if you're new to kind of setting your own fitness goals. Um, here are some, like, uh, uh, some food for thought, so to speak, and some things to keep in mind when you're setting your own goals. So one, <clears throat> be realistic. If you've never set foot in a gym... Don't expect um, and don't push yourself to uh, unrealistic goals right off the bat. Really, if you're brand new to the gym, uh, the best thing to do is uh, to meet with uh, one of the trainers there. Um, take advantage of any fee, uh, free services they offer as far as like, uh, measuring your current fitness level, taking diagnostics, even just showing you what all the machines do. Take advantage of that. Don't be shy.
0: I've, ne- I've never actually done that before, so that's something you would recommend
1: yeah, because um, you'd be surprised. You would be surprised how much a gym has to offer if you just take the tour, so to speak. And uh, one of the good things is so so real. So going back to kind of a realistic thing, uh, if you have no history of strength training, you need to start really slow, and you need to start with uh, very basic stuff. And you probably need to work off the machines for a while while you kind of build this muscle memory, so to speak. Um, and, and your body just gets used to the motions, the very basic motions curls, uh, leg extensions, uh, bench press, uh, uh, fly, chest fly, um, tricep pull downs, things like that. Just very, very basic stuff. I'm
0: finding myself wanting to go to the gym right now, honestly. Uh,
1: it, it's fun. And, 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 and that's the other thing. So, so if you're brand new to the gym, have a realistic, uh, be realistic on, um, how it's, how the relationship between you and the gym is going to go. If, if, if this is like a first date, so to speak, it's going to be, uh, keep it simple. Right. And, uh, just kind of like be yourself, so to speak. So, you know, you're a newbie. It's fine. There's newbies in there every day of the week, literally every day. Somebody new probably joins a gym. Um, what turns them away is they go too hard, too fast, or they jump in and they, they want to feel like they act like they've been there before. Uh, don't act like that. Be real, be realistic. Meet with somebody, take the tour. Um, they talk to new people all the time. They can probably just put together a quick kind of quick routine or two for you, um, to start off with just to get you kind of going as you get more comfortable with it, as you, uh, maybe even, uh, you know, feel like uh, a little bit of boredom or kind of, you know, repetition kind of sets in because you've kept it so simple for a while. Meet with them again or start doing your own research and kind of seeing exactly where you want to build your fitness. So is it going to be, are you going for muscle? Are you going for being just feeling better? So that would be like cardio training, improve your cardio, improve your cardiovascular system. Uh, One or the other, just kind of stick to that. Uh, Moving on, keep it measurable, okay? So even if you're starting from zero, just like a food diary, keep a log of what exercises you do and how much weight you're moving. Um, Not so much so you can like increase that every time you go to the gym, but uh, just uh, to kind of hold yourself to a standard. Know what your level is. If you're doing, say if you're doing uh, on the uh, just chest fly, good, strong, simple, um, you know, fundamental exercise. Say if you're doing chest fly, say you're doing 100, 100 pounds on that machine write that down. Keep a log of what you do every day in the gym and how much weight you're moving because <clears throat> you don't want to go less than that. You want to at least hold to that. And over the weeks, you maybe you want to add five pounds, 10 pounds, maybe with each set, maybe you're doing three sets and the first set uh, is a hundred and then it's 105 and 110, just little increments like that. Um, Keep it measurable, so you'll know whether you'll know where you're at, whether you're improving. And then the last thing is, real quickly, just milestones and timelines. So um, you do need to have some timelines and some milestones for your fitness goals. Uh, that goes back to documenting how much weight you're moving, or if you're on the treadmill or the elliptical. Uh, how much time are you putting in on that machine and how fast are you going what's your what's the resistant level resistance level that you're uh, setting the machine at um, keep track of that so you're always kind of improving and <clears throat> have a timeline of where you want to see yourself in a month two months three months have something to strive for so here's a good one so here's a good example if you're asking like Kind of what does that mean? So cardio is one where improvement can be really difficult if you don't have a milestone, you don't have a goal, a timeline. Um, And like many things in life, sometimes it's good to just have something to strive for. So with me, one of the goals I have is uh, by the end of the summer, um, so August or so, I want to be back to running a six-minute mile that's really fast for somebody my age i feel but it also takes work every week so what i do is knowing say by you know my goal august 1st run a six minute mile when i go on a treadmill uh, and and a treadmill uh there are pros and cons to a treadmill the biggest pro is you can measure what you're doing on a treadmill so (laughs) what i do is i do uh interval training so i will walk uh at, at just a Three miles an hour, three to four miles an hour pace, walk for a few minutes, walk for a quarter mile, and then uh, crank it up to nine miles an hour, nine and a half miles an hour for uh, a quarter to uh, half a mile and just uh, burn it, right? Uh, the idea being, as I track that, <clears throat> that, that period of time that I'm running at nine to 10 miles an hour will grow. And I'm tracking it uh, week by week. So it, it's grown from uh, being really difficult to do that for a quarter mile to not being a problem at all. So I'm at being, I, I can run at 10 miles an hour for half a mile uh, pretty much with no sweat. Uh, the next few months are going to be slowly increasing that to um, three quarters of a mile, and then eventually a mile and i know i need to hit that by august so i'm holding myself to that and i'm just slowly kind of building on that that's kind of how you build a cardio um goal and you can do the same thing with your with your weightlifting too so if you have if you get in there and you have say you have a little bit of a history of the gym the gym's not completely foreign to you and you uh you have uh, started to work on your uh your deadlift which can be a pretty advanced movement so i would definitely not recommend the deadlift until you're kind of somewhat uh, knowledgeable and experienced in the gym but it is a great exercise oh, it's I, a I full body
0: it exercise up. it's great
1: full body full body look it up and, and if you want to experiment with a deadlift by all means do it but you probably want to do it with almost no weight at all literally just kind of getting used to the movement but say you deadlift um 100 pounds to keep it keep it round say currently you deadlift 100 pounds and your realistic goal is I want to get to 150, which is uh percent wise, a pretty hefty increase <clears throat> every week. Say you do, say you get around to doing your deadlift, say three times a week, you do it three times a week or so, um, track it, right? You're starting with a hundred, uh, test it slowly, move it up five pounds here, uh, 10 pounds here. If you if you on a good day, if you've tracked it and you see I've, I've moved up to 105 pounds for all three of my uh, sets with the deadlift, push it to uh, 110 uh, on your first set, but then take it back down to 105 for the second and third sets. Uh, log it. And if that feels good, then uh, when you come back to that a few days later, you'll see, well, maybe now I can push it to do 110 pounds my first and second set and go back down to 105 for my third set. So see, by, by kind of tracking it, having a realistic goal, and say you want to do this, say you want to move a hun- up to 150 pounds deadlift in uh, three months, you can kind of track, well, how many deadlift workouts does that mean I get, right? Uh, you can time it out and see like how much weight uh, on average do I need to increase my deadlift each time I go into the gym. Probably won't be a lot. It shouldn't be a lot if it's a realistic goal. It may, it may even be just like two pounds every time, two or three pounds every time you walk into the gym to do a deadlift. That's very realistic. And it's something you can track.
0: Are you saying that my goal of five hundred pounds for deadlift is not realistic? Uh not this year. Maybe someday, Brian. Okay.
1: But uh but that is the that's just kind of a quick summary of like how to how to set goals from a fitness uh kind of point of view. So again, keep it realistic. Keep it measurable and have a timeline in your head.
0: And and weight loss goals aren't dramatically different than that, but I think we can talk about that. Um, we, there's a lot of uh, philosophies in respect to weight loss goals. We can talk about those later. Uh, I actually have an app for all of my uh, weightlifting that I do. I don't think 500 pounds is unrealistic. I think it's maybe unrealistic right now, but I, th- I think I can probably get it next year. For like, sure, I, I I keep an app. I keep a tracker of all this stuff, and I can't remember the name of it. Um, I think next week we pro- could probably talk about uh, fitness tracker apps. I, I think do- that'd be awesome.
1: And then maybe we're maybe talk about like our weight loss goals. That may be a good. What makes a good weight loss goal? That yeah. would be uh, yeah, a good episode four topic.
0: I'm trying to think of the name of my app, but I can't. But I, I use it religiously. It's uh, for when I lift. Which I say I use it religiously. It's been about six months since I lifted. I feel terrible. Gosh, I'm gonna go to my gym right now. Yeah. Tear it up,
1: Brian. It's not too late on a Sunday.
0: It's not too late. That's all that I have for this week, John. What about you? Anything else that we want to cover before we let the let the get the skinny nation go? I like the uh, skinny nation.
1: It is a nation. It's small but mighty. Also going through aggressive expansion. Aggressive right? expansion, yes. Yes. Uh no, I think that's it. So again, like uh, like guys, uh, we'll talk about weight loss goals next week, but your fitness goals. And as we go along, we'll get into kind of the weeds maybe of like, at least from my point of view, like how I would attack the gym. If I were you guys and maybe even structure, I'll give you some examples of how to structure your workout based on like body parts, what parts of your body to work out and when. Uh, but again, if you're setting goals, I want to get stronger. I want to get better cardio. Um, keep it realistic, keep it measurable and have a timeline in your head.
0: That sounds great. Awesome. Well, Guys, thank you very much for uh, staying with us this week. Uh, We will be back next week with Get the Skinny. This has been Get the Skinny.